Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm your host, Ajay, and this is Win and Forks, a weekly Twilight podcast where two 20-something lesbians ruin everything you love about the international best-selling series by Stephanie Meyer. Thanks for tuning in. Looks like we made it. Oh my god, we really did. We did it, Joe. Please. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it. This was an uphill battle. This was an uphill battle, but we have made it to the top, just like in holes. We carried Madame Zeroni up that mountain. Taylor, I was really afraid that we were not going to make it. It's been a long time. Here we are. Here we are. 24 chapters later. Oh my god. God. And an epilogue. Which we will talk about next week, um, as well as our overall thoughts. But we are talking about the final two chapters today. Ajay, how you doing? How are you feeling about talking about these? Okay, you're, you're gonna... I promise I have not had a lobotomy. I promise when I say this. <laughs> what, an, what an intriguing start. Why did I kind of find the uh last two chapters to be kind of cute uh what like oh i'm not shipping i'm not shipping wait 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 don't catch me in 4k or nothing but the banter back and forth i was getting into it i was getting into it a little bit um i was enjoying it i was like wow why couldn't this be the entire book i feel that i i agree i really liked their like you said, banter. I like it when Bella gets a little sassy and she got a little sassy in these chapters. Oh, so sassy. I and love it. Yeah, the action I think was like relatively well-written-ish. Um, we'll talk about the parts that weren't, but we talk about the parts that were as well. Unfortunately, Renee was prominently featured, which like, you know, I hate that for yeah. me. But I think we have our antis like very very clear now i'm very anti-edward you're very anti-renee it's very I funny to me i just hate her so much and it's is it warranted like probably not but like it it's fine i'm still gonna hate her unreasonably because that's who i am and it's a fictional book and that's fine um <laughs> get right into it okay let's talk about first chapter 23 this is a bit of a shorter one called the angel i am absolutely gagging and not in a good way but that's fine um basically Bella's getting her shit rocked in this yeah. chapter it's just plain and simple uh she's not doing well okay no. so at best she's not um she's laying on the ground withering like a little snake with a little venom inside of her <laughs> and the only guiding light is Edward's voice who no, and she said angel way too many times I was like bestie I know you know that this is not Ajay, yeah. this is the only heaven she wanted. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, so that was yeah, that that happened. That was a choice. Uh, that, that was, was a choice, choice, choice that Miss Meyer made. And uh this girl is on fire, plain and simple. And we do have Edward step up though. He does. He sucks that venom out of her like a slurpee, slurp slurp, and he makes himself stop, which like honestly, that's pretty that's pretty hardcore like he has that self-control um yeah. what did you think about the whole slurping the venom of it all uh I thought it was disgusting <laughs> um I feel like 
he didn't need to make that decision. Like, it wasn't his decision to make, you know? Like, it was already kind of happening. And she wants to be like him. And it just would solve so many problems. Would we have my favorite book, which is New Moon? No, we would not. But he's making himself totally uncomfortable. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, that's what you do when you love someone. Like, you kill the spiders, you know? You take the trash out. You scoop the poop. You know? So I get it. I get it. I... I, this is, I don't, it, a lot's been going on this week, Taylor, okay? I'm actually understanding Edward Cullen's character a little bit. I don't know what's going on. I still hate him. I do. I do. What, what, um, astrological season are we in? Are we in Leo still? Yes. Is it a Leo season of it all? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know anything about, so yeah. I don't know. I just, just the way that she was writing it, you know, she kind of convinced me a little bit. Like, I now I understand. I have, but it took me 22 chapters to understand. That's where it's an issue. That's yeah, a slow Like, I'm understanding a little bit of why everybody loves them so much. Yeah, this was cute. Like, this was, like, very much Greek mythology, Shakespeare, yeah. romantic shit here. Um, and I, I think it was executed like fairly well, like way more, way more solidly than I would have ever anticipated, um, considering the first 90% of this book. Um, I also want to talk about how Bella just simply wants to go to sleep. She's being attacked. She's like, I'm done. Like, I want you to stop talking to me and I want to go to sleep. And I find that extremely relatable content right there i love our sleepy girl representation like our I, I this is the representation that we needed for sure it's what we deserve for i personally think um so that's pretty much what happens in the angel it's pretty much that montage if you've seen the movie which we will talk about in a couple of weeks it's pretty much the scene where her eyes are crossing and she's like writhing on the floor that's this chapter oh my um, gosh wait while you said that <laughs> This is not the Twilight Fun Fact of the Week that I was going to go with. It's a bonus one. But in the movie, when her eyes are crossing like that, it's not really supposed to be that. Contacts, right? That was one of her contacts yeah. slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I knew that because, don't they say that in the... Um, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that more than the actual movie. That commentary goes so hard. It's so It's funny. so funny. It's better than the movie. That's just yeah. the truth. Um, love it. All right. <laughs> let's move on to an impasse. Chapter 24. The last chapter minus the epilogue. This is where we close it out. Let's go. Um, I love that she gets a little emo and dramatic again, sitting in that hospital bed with the line, death shouldn't be this uncomfortable. I said, she's right. Death should just be a vibe. You should just be lying there and vibing. And she's not. So that's how she knows that she is indeed alive. No, it's funny because in the chapter, in, in The Angel, she talks about how, oh, I'm not in heaven because heaven shouldn't be this pain. Like, it's like the same thing. But, like, it's flipped a little bit. I was like, Stephanie Meyer, really? This is just, is this just Bible fanfic? <laughs> it really is. Oh, my gosh. Twilight is a Bible Hot fanfic. Hot take. Hot take. This is Bible fanfic. Is it Par- well, Paradise Lost is Bible fanfic too. And I would read Twilight rather than Paradise Lost every goddamn day of the week, personally. Yeah, me too. My literature degree, that is why I got it, is to sound smart on the Wooden Forks podcast. Good um, for you. 
thank you University of Evansville for teaching me all of these things. <laughs> I, I, I um, named fanfic with like literature references and I can talk about it on this podcast and that's why I got a degree period. I love um, that for you. Speaking of poetry let's talk about the line he shushed me. <laughs> like yeah Bella we know <laughs> we see. I, when you say shh that implies that you're being shushed. It's not, you don't need both. I thought that was so funny. Um, that's pure poetry. Uh, of course we have Renee there. Um, and I said, please leave bitch because <laughs> I hate you so much. Go play baseball again. I'm sick of you. Oh, I just realized, is there some parallels between Phil playing baseball and the Collins baseball game? Like, does that mean something you think? I just feel like Stephanie Meyer was bored and just thought, hey, why not Why not connect these dots? I've connected them. You haven't connected shit. Right. Um, <laughs> I love it. And this is like the most out-of-pocket podcast we've ever done, and I'm so glad that we can end on this note. I know. Me too. Anyway, um, I love that their cover story is that she fell two, down two flights of stairs and through a window, and then someone says, you have to admit, it could happen truly roast her but like you're right because she felt remember back in the day when we talked about her walking to the woods and she fell like literally 17 times in the span of like yeah. five minutes that like, was literally like I, the chapter before the ones we're reading right now yeah yeah um and so it could happen and I think that's a hilarious cover story what did you think of the cover story it's absolutely fucking ridiculous I, no it's not I think it's so reasonable because it's her it's Bella yes but at the same time, like, <sighs> this looks so sketchy from, I'm not a parent, but every time I hear this in the movie or I think about it, I think of Charlie. You know, it just looks so sketchy. It's like suspicious timing for sure. But I think the actual story behind it is like pretty funny and like somewhat reasonable just because she's such a klutz. Like, I see it. I'm gathering that they staged this at the hotel she was staying at. Yes. And it's what? like, oh my That's God. So fucking rude. And then they have the line, you could probably sue the hotel if you wanted to. That would be so wrong. <laughs> right. Like you literally did this damage. I thought that was so funny and just like completely uncalled for. Like, I mean, not, they, do, they do cheat the stock market and, you know, forge documents to collect inheritances yeah it's just it's just such a rude line um because you shouldn't be selling the hotel for something that you did yourself and you shouldn't even imply that you would <laughs> the line uh where we talk about how edward didn't like that she got a blood transfusion because it didn't smell like her that's weird I, that's where he had me that's where he was where i was like oh i remembered who you are <laughs> I remembered who you are here. Sir, please. Sir, please. Disgusting. I hate Enough. It. Enough. And it's um, like, it saved her life. You should be thankful. You should be happy about it, you weirdo. If I donated blood and this bitch was like, mm, it didn't let, like, you get out of here. Like, you didn't deserve the blood then. Um, I thought that was so funny. Um, we also find out that Phil now is signed um which like I really I don't whatever I don't know why that would make any difference if she wants to live with them or not they're still garbage they're still not Charlie but Bella's like no I'm not moving from Forks and I was like as you shouldn't 
I'm very glad that she made this choice. Um, not for Edward, but for Charlie's sake, honestly, because they are like the heart and soul of this book for me. Yeah. They're so cute. They honestly remind me of my dads. Like, yeah. my dads are better parents, but like, just spending time with them and just like, just not having to do much, just like sitting on the couch and just like uh-huh. laughing and talking is like exactly. all my, my dads and I did together, so exactly yeah. like it's so, it's so pure that's why I'm excited she's moving back of course the real reason she's moving back is because she's head over heels in love with Edward I love the moment that she is like self-aware that she can't like say how much she loves him or else it's gonna freak them out because it's just like not okay to say yeah, because I mean she cares about him and so she just goes I'm pretty crazy about him that sounded like something a teenager with, with their first boyfriend might say. I thought that was so funny because I'm like, at least you realize that you're acting fucking insane right now. No, it's it's hilarious. But again, she's our self-aware queen. That's what we Virgos do. But also, she knows that she can't, like the more that she like tells Renee, hey, I'm so in love with this guy, I could die, blah, blah, blah her mom would see that as her repeating history yep exactly and that would and she's still 17 she'd be like nope that's not happening and just take her away uh but it's you know what it just it just pisses me off that it took like like i get it in the terms of for the story it makes sense that they had that she goes to Forks while he tries to figure out his um, career situation. But the fact that it only took like two-ish months for Phil to get signed, why did she need to move in the first place? She, right. You guys could have waited it out. Exactly. It was so stupid. And um, now, like you said, her just saying, Oh, he signed now. It's not going to change anything. She's already made this big change. She's not going to switch schools. Like, even though she said it when she was angry, you know, she's not going to switch schools now. No. Got to get used to a whole bunch of new people just to be there for, like, one year and then go. Like. Exactly. Um, You know, some more Renee bashing. I just, I have to do it because it's my outlet for it. Um. I thought it was so fucked up how Bella recognized that Renee was like using her mom voice because it was the tone that Bella used to use with her when they talked about boys. I'm like, I hate that so much. Like that is so dark and sad. No, for sure. That's and then she's like, proud of herself for sleeping at the hospital. Like, yeah, that's what you do. Right. Like, that's what you do. Sleeping here. Okay. Do you want a cookie? Yeah. And, and what about it? <laughs> As you should. I can't. I did love, though, the part where she mentions that the dance studio got broken into and how there's, like, criminal activity going on. Because I just love it when there's, like, that... What do you call that in, like, theater? Um, A callback? A callback, but it's, like... A soliloquy? It's not a soliloquy. But it has the same vibe if I'm using that word even remotely correctly which I might not be but it's like when the audience knows something that the characters don't like I love that how we know what actually happened there but then we also know the story of what everyone is saying happened oh I know what you're talking about I think that's fun 
we do get more Bella and Edward conversation. Edward's like, I swear I'm not going to leave you. And I looked straight at the camera and I said, that's clown hours because we all know what happens in New Moon. Right. Okay, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll pretend we believe you for the rest of this book, at least. Um, I think it's so gross that the smell of his voice soothes her. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like, how how can it smell good? He drinks animal blood. How does it smell good? Answer me that, AJ. Answer me that, please. I, I can't answer that for you. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Anyway, we then get Bella asking, why didn't you just let the venom spread? Like, I want to be an equal with you. I love the line, I can't always be Lois Lane. I want to be Superman too. I was like, ooh, that kind of hit a little bit different. Um, but I agree they would be more equal that way. And she wants that. And it's kind of, it's kind of gross because in a way, and I don't think it's our intention, but by him not doing it, he has like power over her. You know what I mean? He's like keeping no, his up I- I've said this, I said this in the earlier chapters that we did, like, Edward, this is, okay, let me get my thoughts together. Edward, in a way, does love that there's a power imbalance, because there are times that we've seen in the books where Bella doesn't want to do something, or Bella challenges him, and he's like, oh, I can always make you, or he, like, puts on his charm and like dazzles her to get what he wants but then he complains about how he hates that they are not on the same level but it's like he uses the fact that they're not on the same level to his advantage and he and in that situation when he was saving her it's like yeah i understand like he wants to like keep her safe and make sure you know she lives a long happy healthy life but it's like I don't, I've just never understood the reasoning of, or the, 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 the thought process behind his actions, because you can't be with her forever and still leave her a human. Like, it's just not feasible. Yeah, maybe you could do it for two years, maybe three years, four years, five years, but 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road, you're not you're still not it's going it's going to look suspicious you're going to be in two completely different headspaces because she's going to be a full-blown adult you're going to be mentally 17 but still an adult in some way like it's just there's always been a power imbalance and he knows that and it's like when it's working in his favor he mind he doesn't mind it and it's like it's fucked up in my opinion that's one that's one of the main reasons why i do not like him like he can be charming and sweet all he wants but at the end of the day it's like he actively whether it's intentional or not and sometimes it is intentional because of what we've read in the books it's like when he wants what he wants he very much uses the fact that he's a vampire to get it but then like he doesn't want bella it's like he doesn't want Bella to be on that equal footing because then he'll have to challenge her even more. And that's fucked up. Like, it should be uh, equal. And it's, like, Bella makes a good point because she's like, you are waiting for me to either, like, grow old or, like, right. be on my deathbed. <laughs> and I got news for you. I was just there. And I was like, it's it's true. Like, 
I mean, honestly, knowing Bella, yeah, maybe there will be another case where she's like on her deathbed, <laughs> like because she's of so crazy. But it's true, like this would have been the opportunity where he's like not like you know, quote unquote, ending her life sooner than whatever. Like it would have been like the most natural way to do it. And he missed his opportunity. The train left the station. Um, but whatever, Bella still has got that hope in her. And I love that. And that's because of our girl, Alice, because she knows Alice has seen some shit and you're not going to catch Bella betting against her. And you're not going to catch me betting against her either. Are you, are they going to catch you betting against her? Mm. Never. I'm still, um, her visions are fucked up. They are. They're never, they're never, they're never consistent. So I'm still on the fence about that. I'm just not because I just have pure faith and I don't want to. <laughs> because I want to bet on Alice's side, I'm going to. And that's that's simply it. Is there logic? Not. Yeah. Um, another line I love, all this arguing isn't good for you. So give in. <laughs> that's some queen shit right there. Bella's like, okay, you don't want to fight with me, then then lose. Then lose the argument. <laughs> Another fucked up part that we're just, I guess, going to brush right past is that Edward's, like, sedating her to end the conversation. That He did that before again? Like, see what I mean? That's some Jasper shit right there, too, where he's like, okay, I'm going to, like, put you to sleep now. It's like, stop. Enough. Stop it. Stop it. No, it's, it's exactly like when, before the shit hit the fan, Bella was, like, very anxious to go up the hill and he was like, oh, I can always make you. And was like making her all feel woozy so that she would get on his back. And I'm like, why do you do this? Yeah. Like, why do you have to ruin shit by doing yeah. this? Yeah, uh, that's, his, that's his brand. That's on brand for him. Um, yeah. Finally, the last part I want to talk about is I think what sums up this whole book in a way is when Edward says... He's, ta- he's talking again how he's not going to leave. He says, as long as it makes you happy, as long as it's what's best for you. And she says, it's not the same thing. And I was like, whoa. That? That's, you could, you that's could have me. written that sentence and not written anything else in the book, and it would be the same thing. Yeah, that was deep, though, because it's so true. Because everything that makes you happy isn't always what's best for you. But at the same time, double entendre, right? Everything that's best for you doesn't make you happy. Yeah. I was like, well, that was that was deep. I liked that line. Very a lot. deep. Um, Fire was in her bag when she wrote, when she wrote she that her, line. She wrote her coin. A penny, but it's a coin. Right. I'm um, telling you, she was she was doing something with these last couple chapters. It's like she knew. It's like she knew she was on some fuck shit and she was like i gotta switch it up and i applaud her for that i do applaud her for that um not much again bare minimum we're gonna go for three seconds but that's what she deserves um yeah so that's pretty much it that's the end of the book part like i said next week we'll talk about the epilogue because you know we gotta talk about prom just a little sneak peek it's about prom um, but Ajay, you have a fun fact of the week in addition to the contact fact that you shared with us. Yes, I do have that. I do have that. Okay. 
Let me bring it up. So, and it actually relates to this chapter, to these, to the book. Okay, so Rosalie and Jasper made a bet against Alice, saying Edward would end up killing Bella. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, I love that for them. <laughs> I'm yeah, sad they lost, but right, it's actually something from Midnight Sun, which is going to be our next book. Imagine your siblings just being like, "I bet you fed back. Bucksy's going to kill her." <laughs> like, <what? laughs> no. Listen, listen. That's my fucked up family. I love them for that. No, because let me tell you, Rosalie is always real. Like, she's not going to play nice. She's not going to make you think one thing. She's going to tell you the sky is blue 100%. And I love that about her. Even if she's wrong, she still stands in her shit. And that is why I prefer her over Edward. Because if you think about it, I'll, we'll talk about this later on. But all I'm going to say is, in regards to Edward and Rosalie, same character, different font. That's all I got to say. You can think about it until next week, but I'm right. Yeah, I'm going to be pondering over that. No, think, well, of, think about it hard. Think of their character traits. Think well. of how they perceive themselves. Think of how others perceive them. And then you will see that you will see more similarities than differences. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. That's everyone's homework this week. Please have it ready by next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week. 11.59 on Wednesday. <laughs> Returnitin.com so I can sense plagiarism or not. Exactly. Um, amazing. Well, this was a lot of fun. I'm so happy we made it to the end of this. Um, Me a too. Lot of also, yeah. also, Taylor, um, you really killed it by taking charge of this episode. Listen, guys, Thank I you. usually talk a lot. And I was like, you know what? I need to bully Taylor into speaking more. Just kidding. I feel like this is my own personal stand-up comedy show. Did anyone like <laughs> Well, no. I don't care. I had a good time. I had a great time. And this is exactly why Taylor needs to also lead more episodes, not just me. Because sometimes I feel like I talk too much and I'm too much of a hater. And Taylor does good. But Taylor's good at the analysis episodes. I'm good at the we're on crack episodes. <laughs> We need a balance. Well, this is not the last time you'll be hearing from Miss Taylor Gates. Gosh, thanks, Bestie. All yeah. right, guys. Well, we will talk to you next week. But remember, when in forks, bet on Alice. <laughs>